0: That's a long time it took us to get a fuck up. Women oh, oh, oh. hey. can't. Oh, oh, oh. Women can't. Women can't. Women can't parlay. Hello. Hello. Lady Nation. We back. Uh, what's up? Me personally, maybe my blood pressure. Um, my blood alcohol level is about to be. Correct. Margarita's Um, in hand. Yes, it's a margarita day for us. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Cheers.
0: (laughs) Mm. Um, Yeah, this is Women Can't Parlay. I'm Rainy. I'm Jess.
1: Coming back at you again with another week. Yeah. Surprisingly, Um, we're still here, still going strong.
0: (laughs) Still forcing our closest friends and family to listen to
1: us. 13 episodes in, I think. Well, maybe a Few more than that, but 13 like numbered episodes. Actually, well, this yeah. would be 13.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cray. How are we doing? Uh, yeah. I mean, I really feel like I don't know what to do with myself because you know, there was no football on last night, it was a little sad. Um, and it just made me realize, you know, we're dwindling now. Yeah, after this week, we'll have a break, and then it's the Super Bowl, so we're yeah. running out, but.
1: In a positive light, that's when we're going to shift to other sports. We've got exciting things coming up with college basketball. We're going to shift to that. Hockey also. I'm excited to dive into that because their divisions have restructured. Is that how you say that? Realigned maybe due to COVID and the Canadian teams will not come into the U.S. or the U.S. can't go into Canada. One of the two, maybe both. So the divisions are restructured in a way to where all the Canada teams will be facing each other. And then the United States teams will kind of have their divisions. And then I guess when it gets later into the season, into postseason, that's when they'll bubble up again. Bubble up. I don't know. I haven't looked. I haven't really researched it in full to where I can really report on it correctly here, but... I know there was a lot of drama because they sold the division titles out like for advertising. Oh, so it's like the MasterCard division East or MasterCard Eastern division or something like that. I don't even know what they are, but a lot of people were up in arms about that. Interesting, which I can see kind of both sides of it. But at the end of the day, like they lost so much money last year and I'm just grateful to them for actually having a hockey season and doing the bubble. And they did it really, really well to where they had no issues. So I'm fine with them, you know, trying to recoup their lost money where they can. So, yeah, I mean, it is what it is.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, (laughs) random question. I'm the worst at these. (laughs) No, you're not. What's your favorite cereal? (gasps) Mm. So weird fact that you didn't ask for. Actually, like, don't eat cereal. Like, I haven't eaten cereal since college. I think I just I kind of
1: college thing. When I was typing it out, I don't even know if she's like a cereal person.
0: I still have an answer. Don't worry. Okay, that was Um, hope. Yeah several answers <laughs> of course <I'm> psycho. <laughs> can't never have just one <laughs> ever god indecisive uh like right here and we're
1: both like that so it's fine
0: yes this is why we started our own podcast so anyway I think I burned myself out in college where I just did that college diet of like it's the easiest to eat cereal all the time and then I just stopped but I would say top favorite overall no matter what the category cinnamon toast crunch gotcha Almost would be the only time, because I also, I hate a milk, drinking the milk after situation. I think it's fucking disgusting. (laughs) You can refill, like once you eat, which obviously you pour cereal first. I saw this thing on Instagram the other day that was like, do you pour milk or cereal first? I'm like, what kind of sociopath pours milk first? And And then those people should
1: be investigated.
0: Makes no sense. So anyway, that would be a cinnamon toast crunch bowl. Maybe a Cocoa Puffs bowl would be a milk I could maybe drink afterwards because the flavor is so good. Good. Yeah. Um, But I also love an oatmeal square. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Which is so opposite. (laughs) That is opposite. Interesting. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. Well, I'll kind of do the same thing. So yeah, like, me. obviously Cinnamon Toast Crunch is good, but it's really my number two. My okay. number one is Peanut Butter Captain Crunch.
0: Okay. I don't hate that. Even yeah. though it
1: shreds the roof of your mouth like crazy, Absolutely. I'll buy it maybe like twice a year, just randomly. And yeah. I'll just put the roof of my mouth through that. Cinnamon Toast Lidocaine. Crunch would be my number two, but I'm also a huge fan of Special K. I do love Not Special K. Not even because it's like quote unquote, supposed to be like posing as a healthy cereal. It's not at all. I just think it's good.
0: Uh, I do too. I like that too sometimes. Yeah. Which do you do like the plain? Cause I always do the, sh- the berries, the strawberry. Yeah. One. I do
1: the plain. I don't, I'm not really big on like the berry uh-huh. strawberry one, um, yeah. or any of the other flavors. Like I like the just original fair.
0: Yeah. I will say that I think like a frosted flake is underrated.
1: Yeah. I mean, I used to eat, you know, a lot more cereal when I was younger, but I mean, yeah. there's a lot that I like, but yes, I do agree. Frosted Flakes, pretty, yeah. pretty good, pretty good.
0: Also, can we agree on Kix?
1: Oh yeah, I I'm a fan of Kix. Now I probably haven't mm-hmm. had Kix in a very, very Decades. long time, and probably yeah. only like twice as a kid when they were on sale at Walmart or something, and my mom bought them. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I did like Kix for sure, and like Apple Jacks, I feel like super underrated. That is underrated. I actually do like those or at least did. And I feel like fruity pebbles and cocoa pebbles are like overrated. Yeah.
0: Like they're all, they get too soggy at the end. I agree. And quickly you have to eat yeah. them like really, really fast or like in small.
1: And then you, it's so hard to like scoop up the very last pieces. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah, they like chase around. they like yeah. trying to hide from you with exactly. you're fucking green and you're in my white milk. Just get on my skin. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um,
1: that's yeah. So good one random facts about us random facts yes okay well we'll move right on in to our football recaps as you all probably know college is over Uh, done so we don't have anything to really report there Um, so we will start off with the nfl
0: and we will recap the divisional playoff rounds that were this past weekend which I will again describe it as pretty fucking uneventful. Yeah. For most, at least for, for Saturday's game. For the
1: most part, yes. And I feel like the way things are shaping up is just making the whole gambling aspect of these games even harder. Yeah. Which we'll get into. Safe to say I did not go zero and four this weekend. I Yeah, hell yeah. It was, oh dang, I didn't write it down. Like, well. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I think only like, Uh, let's see, four or six. I think it was four and two. Mm -hmm. Four and two this weekend. Wasn't bad. Wasn't bad.
0: Yeah. Better than and five and one. God bless.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I
0: mean, if I do that
1: again, I may give this up.
0: Yeah. This Um, might become just women literally can't parlay. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. For all these people giving a shit for that weekend, it's in the name.
0: Yeah. We never
1: said we could do this.
0: Yeah, that's our disclaimer in the fucking title.
1: Correct. All right. Uh, first game, we're going to talk about Rams Packers. God, there's already a train. I know that like, sums up the uh, day. That's when you take a drink. Yep. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> train. Train drink.
0: Mm-hmm. God. What kind well, of mark do you have, by the way? Is it
1: strawberry or what? Strawberry. Yes, nice. delivered from shameless plug-free ad taco cabana taco sea bitches they have two dollar drinks and you can get them delivered now i mean at least i can i don't know that it's every taco cabana yeah so they come in like the cup with all the frozen mix and then the liquor bottle is separate
0: cute yeah yeah we had some, and they're, they're good. Yeah. I was just going to say $2 for that. You can't yeah, even buy a little yeah. liquor bottle for that at the liquor store. Almost.
1: I know they're really cheap. I think there's like a, you have to order food with it, Fair. but only a minimum of like nothing. It, yeah. You would order it anyway. And then they make you order like a minimum of five margaritas. So that's oh, fine. Wing. totally fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's not a
1: problem. Yeah, I love when people encourage me to drink more. So no just even more on board with taco C. <laughs> That was a good idea. I should have done that. Okay. Well, anyway, back to the originally scheduled programming. Mm -hmm. Um, Rams, Packers. Gross. I know. I personally hate that the Packers won this game. They won 32 to 18. Yes, they did. And they were definitely just the better team here. Absolutely. Yeah, they really controlled the game. Watching it, I felt like the Rams just lacked a true, just any true offensive depth. Yeah. Like, Every freaking play, they just gave the ball to Cam Akers, and I'm yeah. like, you're not going to beat the Packers that way. Like, you're just not. Yeah,
0: you're going to need to change it up. Yeah, totally agree. And also, I feel like there was a lot of pressure on like Donald to be like healthy and stuff. I'm like, yeah, he played through like torn rib cartilage. Like, yeah. I don't even know what I the fuck that means. oh so that he was not playing at 100. I mean, I yeah. felt like I could anyway. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know how you could. Some people can't even breathe with that. So Seriously. I thought
1: at one point there was maybe this weird feeling where I was like, man, are the Packers going to themselves here? Because there was a yeah. lot of incomplete passes. And I don't know, there was just like a moment where I was, they had to settle for a few field goals. Yeah. Like, maybe, maybe. But then, yeah, yeah. no. And I mean, really, to give the Rams some credit, it was still just a one possession game early in the fourth quarter. So yeah. definitely hung in there, but they just never really could shift the momentum. I mean, the game was always in the Packers' favor, so
0: for sure. And I feel like this is where we always get, right? Like at this time this time of the year where as much as I would hate, as much as I hate the pack when the Packers do well. Like, sorry, I have a lot of friends that are Packers fans, but they know how I feel already. <laughs> You're getting here where it's like, okay, Rams, like they couldn't even, and I'm not talking shit about the Rams. I just like, they had a tough season. Like they weren't able to put back-to-back they didn't even win two consecutive games until maybe the end of the year because I didn't yeah, know they did the have soccer. a rough year. Yeah. So it's like back and forth, back and forth. Whereas I feel like with green Bay, that was kind of how they were at the beginning of the season. But towards the end of the season, they were kind of filling themselves. You know what I mean? Like Aaron Rodgers is on one this year, annoyingly enough. And you can't deny that. And I feel like they just came together. And even though they didn't probably play their best game on Saturday, they're not best game versus the Rams. Not best game. Green Bay's going to win every time. Agree. At least this
1: year. Yeah, and it oh, sucks because, you know, like I said, it was still a one-possession game, even in right. the fourth. So the Rams, I don't know that they would have ever won the game, but I really was hoping they'd pull it together to at least cover the spread. Yeah. Which they did not, <laughs> but I, I do, too. I think, too, like unfortunately, this is probably one of those internal things where I just really don't want the Packers to win, and I yeah. don't know how they're going to do facing up against any AFC team, really, but no doubt that they have talent going on like i'm not trying to take away from that
0: totally
1: i just don't know if they're as good as it seems right now it'll be interesting to watch them against the bucks yeah all right well we'll see how that goes we'll move right along to the next game which is bills ravens <laughs> bills ended up winning 17 to 3 this game had a very 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 slow start it was Gosh. actually i want to i'm pretty sure it was three, three going into half and the Ravens had just scored their first field goal going like right at the end of the second quarter. Yeah. The wind was obviously a huge factor in this game. Speaking of field goals, the Ravens kicker who's really, really fucking good and never ever misses any field goal. He missed two. Tucker, Justin Tucker from Houston, Texas. What's up? Oh, that's nice. The wind was obviously a huge factor in this game with the, you know, speaking of field goals, With the help of the commentators jinxing Justin Tucker, he missed two field goals in the first half, which is absolutely
0: unheard of. Yeah. Uh, The Bills kicker also missed a field goal as well. So that was crazy. And to go along with the commentating thing, because you and I talk about this all the time and some people are like, there's no such thing as jinx, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, how do you explain shit like that? That's yeah. not fucking coincidence, and we'll never know because they said it. Yeah, they wouldn't have said it. And he missed I mean,
1: it. I he literally was like Justin Tucker lining up to to kick a field goal, and he never misses. And yeah, well milliseconds later, he missed it. Why would a commentator ever, ever say anything as they're lining up to kick a field goal? Like you're just asking for that.
0: Yeah. And also, even if the dude does make it, like that's just like a security thing for yourself. Like, you know, people believe in jinxes. Do you want to end your career? Because that's Um, how you do it. Absolutely. I mean, like... People will come after you. If the Cowboys are doing
1: good and and I'm like, nobody fucking move. Or like, if they're doing bad and like my (laughs) fan's on, I'm like, halftime adjustments, fan off, pillows getting flipped,
0: all these things. Changing my socks. You got to change everything up. Absolutely. And even like, you have to like focus on other people around you too. Change the channel, change the volume, change it. Yeah. Well, and if you're watching with other people, I'm like, okay, they're not one of these crazy people. So I'm like, well, fuck, they just moved. So now I have to move because they just fucked it all up. I know when, you know, like you and I were together and like with my brother-in-law, he's the same freaking way, obviously. Um, well, podcast favorite Austin. Um, but, we'll do the same thing on the same page. We're like, what do we need to do? Like, what yeah, do we you were need inside, to do? No, no, we we got go to go outside. Yeah, exactly. Like I'll oh. never be
1: able to watch a game with Austin again because Dak got hurt when I
0: watched it with Austin the last time. Well, and then my thought goes, do we need to just not ever watch it with that same exact group again? That because game, sorry to I've- all others out there. Yeah. Cause when we played, who was it? The Falcons at the beginning of the year where we won and like yeah, the last I'm five, five seconds, game. I was, yeah, I was out there with most of those people watching that game. So it's like, shit, do we need to get, cause there was one person, you know, some people weren't there. I'm like, do we need to get that group together for every single game this year? <laughs> like I would have. Yes. It sucks totally. being this superstitious. It really does. It's a thing though. It adds a lot um, of extra stress. And the y'all game. might
1: be being like, it's not a thing. The Cowboys suck. Well, guess what? I did it with the stars too this year and they did very well. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. So go like fuck yourself. <laughs> and
1: like one of the games they lost is when I went to American Airlines center and yes. watched it. Cause they had like watch parties since it was in the bubble and we lost that game. So yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. It's my fault.
0: Yeah. I think I actually had a note in my calendar to not text or call you that day after. Cause I was like, she's probably still in mourning and hates that she went to that. Yeah. So I was yeah.
1: I was pretty pissed at myself for sure. But getting back to the game, I will say it, I don't think the Bills played very well again this game. They did. And the difference this time is I don't think Josh Allen had his best game either. Didn't. In the past, you know, normally if the Bills which they haven't had many of these games, unfortunately they're all happening in the fucking playoffs, which is yeah. not good. But last week they didn't play great, but Josh Allen really stepped up killed and it. killed it. Yeah, exactly. This week, not so much. Like, he didn't have, like, the worst game ever. I'm, I mean, right. maybe to his standard, but he but we didn't, him didn't do his better. normal self.
0: Yeah, for sure. Which, to me, makes me think, cool. That means this week, you got to step up. However, right. they're playing my Chiefs, so... Yeah. With- yeah, they're lucky that these
1: two games that they've played terrible went in their favor. Yeah. I mean, the Colts game... That very much, they very well could have lost that game. Thankfully, they did not. This Ravens game, though, they're just lucky the Ravens pretty much fell apart. I don't know what the fuck happened to them. They looked so discombobulated out there. I mean, they look like shit.
0: Oh, yeah. Their offensive coordinator is. I don't know the correct term, but there's a lot of things going around about him. Like for one, they need they need receivers. Like they don't have. Yeah,
1: you can't have a running back as a quarterback situation. No. Like you're just not
0: gonna. No. You
1: know, well, and obviously they've done well, so maybe I shouldn't make the statement I was about to make. But well, it's just you can't do. Well, that. here's the
0: thing. Work. Yeah. Exactly. So, like last year they weren't ready. They were not ready for him. Right. So like yeah. he came in and just, they weren't ready for his kind essentially. Right. So he killed it. You can't do that two years in a row, like not what he's doing. So to say that though, cause like, you know, last week they were like, did Lamar win the game on his own essentially? And it's like, I mean, yeah, without him, I don't know that they would have done that, but he can't do that every game. No. And, yeah. and it's one too- person can't win a game. One person can't lose a game. Exactly. But I'm agreeing with you. Like he's badass, he can do what he does, but he is a playmaker at all. He
1: can can't do it exactly,
0: all. and he can make it happen. But he needs fucking targets. Like yeah. he, he he scrambles and then he runs because that's what he fucking does best, yeah. and he does it but, well.
1: And that's why they've gotten as far as they have. But it's never going to take you to the end. That no. Way.
0: No. And yeah, he needs, he needs other targets. Like my boy, I think they should double down
1: on him. I think they should invest in him. I agree. I think he's their guy, but they've got to build around him and that's just not there right now. And you know, we were saying the Ravens look terrible. They were discombobulated. I mean, obviously a lot of that you can attribute to the very end of the game. I mean, Lamar Jackson went out with an injury in the third quarter Mm -hmm. ruled out concussion protocol, whatever. But I still think, regardless of that, he can't do it all on his own, like we're saying.
0: No, absolutely. And that's why, like, I was talking about Patrick Ricard last week because he's a fucking badass. He was at number 42. Like, they put him in. They put him in some very few games. I'm like... I maybe I'm just a weirdo and think that there is a place for fullbacks in the NFL, especially on a team that like has Lamar Jackson as a fucking quarterback slash running back mm-hmm. or has some like decent running backs, but no C- Christian McCaffreys or Saquons or whatever. Use this dude. He's 311 fucking pounds. He's uh, like six one or something. Like yeah, he's huge. He's a fucking tank. Yeah. So use his ass. Like he also did you see, like he even caught that pass and it was like yeah. Right, like yeah, he definitely
1: played very, very well. So I mean, you're yeah. right. I don't know why they're not utilizing like, you, him. More. Yeah,
0: utilize that dude. He's six three, three hundred eleven pounds, and he can make an athletic, fucking, ca- finesse catch like that. Like, why are we? Why is he not doing anything? Yeah. It makes no sense to me. So their offensive coordinator, I think, needs to shape up or ship the fuck out. Shape up or ship out. I love it. <laughs> In my very humble, humble, humble opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you for getting where you are, but you need to do better,
1: real. I think we, once again, like have to give major kudos here to Bill's Mafia. Yep. Damn it. I fucking love them. Fucking love them. There's a couple things, but I mean, you are the one who sent me the article. They rallied together and have donated like over $360,000 to one of Lamar Jackson's favorite charities. Yes. Which I think is called... Blessings in a Backpack. Yeah. <laughs> and it's about helping feed children, particularly on weekends when they maybe otherwise would go hungry, um, not getting yeah. food from school. Sounds like an amazing charity, but this is not new territory for Bill's Mafia either. No, it's they not. did this in a very similar fashion for one of Andy Dalton's charities when he was with the Bengals. Yeah, it's like so crazy. And then in addition to oh, that, they yeah. helped with Josh Allen's grandma they were making donations in her name for like a children's hospital and they raised over a million dollars.
0: Yeah. Like that's, what's insane. So for the Andy Dalton thing, we'll go in chronological order here. The Andy Dalton thing is just fucking hilarious because they just beat the Ravens. Mm -hmm. So and what, what was that, like, whole situation? They beat the Ravens, which got the Bills into the playoffs for the first time in a long time. Yeah, so that's why they donated to Andy Dalton's charity, which is fucking hilarious and yeah. such a cool thing to get behind. And what's crazy, and I suck for not writing this down, and maybe I should look it up really quick, but this whole thing didn't even start with Bill's Mafia. So like this t-shirt company in Buffalo, like started making these shirts. And I don't know if they were Bill's shirts or something, but like up to $8 of the of the sales of these shirts they donated to like charities around buffalo so to like you know help out their city which is fucking amazing so bill's mafia are the ones that like gathered together and gave them all this publicity to where people were donating or buying these shirts so they could then donate so that's kind of where this bill's mafia like donating machine came from was just a like a t-shirt fucking company in buffalo new york wanting to do good that's awesome. so Yeah, so they just like took it and run with it. They do this shit for Josh Allen's grandma, which is freaking incredible. This shit they did for Lamar Jackson, in 24 hours, they had over $290,000. Yeah, that's amazing. (laughs) I love it. I fucking love it so much. I love how they're
1: just like, well, sorry we ended your playoff run, but we'll donate to your charity. Thanks for playing. Mm -hmm. It's so fucking awesome.
0: It is awesome because how do you even get, how do you be mad at that? Yeah, exactly. You like you, it's awesome. Anyway, we're obsessed with Bills. Yeah. <laughs> another thing I wanted to add about the
1: Bills Mafia is yeah. apparently I learned this last weekend or this last week. It's a common practice amongst Bills fans to like tap on the screen when, some, when like the other team is kicking a field goal.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> so it's like,
1: it's another, you know, superstition thing. I gotta say they might be onto something the way Justin <laughs> Tucker played this last game. <laughs> So I'm going to start tapping the fucking screens.
0: No kidding. Well, I feel like it's when you're like playing Nintendo and you like move your, the control in the, the, if you want to like jump over something. Cause yeah, I'm old school. I don't play PlayStation or any of that bullshit, but you're like playing Super Mario. Nintendo over here. Yeah. And you're trying to like jump over something really far. So you like move your arms to the right or to the left. I'm like, like, that's going to help. Cool. So we're already practiced for, to be built. We're ready to go. wagons. Okay, cool. I'm in. Yeah, so
1: anyway, Bills Mafia continues to be amazing. Love them. Me too. All right, moving on to uh, the next game, which was Browns-Chiefs. Chiefs Chiefs ended up coming out victorious here. Barely. It was interesting. Chiefs won 22-17. The winner of this game is the coach that had the biggest balls, right? Yeah. Andy Reid had balls, and Stefanski, I guess, did not. Yeah. I agree. The fact that, you know, they punted, which I mean, I go back and forth. Sure. I can understand to some degree why you kind of have to, but it's also four minutes left in the playoff game against the Chiefs and you're going to give them the ball back. Even Mm-mm. if Mahomes is out, you have to fucking go for it. I Yeah, I, I don't know. I agree. It's a nine, I think it's a tough call, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you can give them the ball back with four minutes left. I totally agree. Obviously, the Mahomes injury is the biggest headline coming out of this game and honestly
0: still is the biggest headline because yeah, it's so interesting so weird even watching that like as it was happening well watching like, it was like oh, crazy oh my
1: god is he okay it looked awful awful trying to get back up and walk yeah. but it's even more concerning now because reports are coming out saying he didn't even receive a concussion test because they're reporting that he actually wasn't delirious because of a concussion. They're saying
0: he tweaked a nerve in his neck. So that's fucking weird because as we're watching that and like, cause when we watched him get up and he was all woozy, we're like, holy shit, obviously they're going to show that again or we've got to rewind it. Like that was fucked up and I don't like to rewatch stuff cause I can't handle it. But we were, wa- or they replayed it slowly. I'm like, huh? Like it was very weird. And I'm not, I'm not taking away from it. No, no, no. But that's what I'm adding on to it is like, that was just a good old neck crank. Like that's what we kept calling it a neck crank yeah. because that's exactly what it looked like. So now hearing that, cause I hadn't heard that yet, hearing that it is a little terrifying because I don't know how he could, his head never hit anything and there was no whiplash in the whole thing. So- Well, this- maybe that makes me feel better though because
1: I was just over here thinking like, this is just another Roger Goodell thing where it's like, of course Mahomes is going to play. No, we're not doing concussion <laughs> protocol, but maybe this is the thing. I don't really know what happens with a tweak nerve. I just didn't know like a tweak nerve nerve would make you be that delirious and woozy and couldn't like get up. But I guess in your neck, yeah, it yeah. makes sense. Um, yeah, like the says- way his eyes were and stuff. It just looked super concussion worthy.
0: Yeah, it was terrifying. It w- it yeah. was terrifying to me personally. I was like, yeah. "Holy shit, that looks not good."
1: But it's- he's not cleared to play yet for next week. He still has to undergo like, several steps. This yes. to
0: be cleared. Yeah. yeah, no, you're right. And I do think he did go through concussion protocol, or he is in. He didn't go through it, but he was in concussion protocol. And what I
1: understood, he, they were like, yeah, he didn't really pass concussion protocol because we didn't do a concussion test. Like, well, right. But that's
0: no, that's my point because of what happened and how he like got up and stumbled. He's automatically entered into concussion protocol, which means he's out for the rest of the game, period. And then after that is when like the concussion protocol, there's actual tests, like for the next five days that they have to go through. So clearly when he went in the locker room, they were like, yeah, he doesn't have a concussion like this is something else. So it was still considered concussion protocol is what took him out of the game. Right. But, yeah. but yeah, he may, they probably didn't. Or put at least it in that's the what they reported it, whatever.
1: Yeah. So. Right. Because yeah, yeah, it definitely looked concussion-esque for sure. So yeah.
0: yeah, three hours ago, they still said Patrick Mahomes, clear steps, still in protocol, sources say. I think they're literally just using that as... Can yeah. Cause I don't think there's like an
1: official protocol for tweaking a nerve in your neck. So yeah. it's protocol, but it's not necessarily concussion protocol anymore. Yeah. So that makes just, sense. There's not normally I'm not sure initially pranks. that's what they thought it was. Um, so that's the big, big headline still this week. I mean, that's going to cool.
0: impact a lot, a
1: lot this next weekend which that's the craziest thing coming out of this game Agreed. I'm sad the Brown season is over but I do love the Chiefs too so I'm not that upset but I you know I do like an underdog and the Browns definitely hung in there I, I do think the Chiefs generally controlled this game as well kind of like we said in the Packers game the Bills game too but I think at the end I wish I, I, I mean you could argue it back and forth and I can see both sides but
0: yeah, I'm just glad that I mean, obviously I wanted the Chiefs to win and I want them to continue winning, but I did love like the fight in the Browns, right? Like they didn't yeah, they like the Chiefs didn't play amazing, yeah. but the yeah. but the Browns didn't play shitty. But regardless, the end of the game, it's twenty two to seventeen. Like that's anyone's game and it was anyone's game that entire fucking game. Yeah, so I sure. love that the Browns showed up. I'm glad that they, to me, prove themselves to haters, especially, specifically Steelers. But, you know, like there was all that shit being talked and it's like, dude, these aren't the same old Browns that, you know, everybody keeps saying and doing that. And I'm just like, good good on you. Like, you not beating the Chiefs doesn't mean shit. Like, y'all did well. You had a great season. Next year, Odell Beckham's going to be back, maybe, if he's not crazy. But they'll have everybody back and they're going to be great. So.
1: I definitely just hope they start getting more credit me too. Um, kind of like you said. So me too. We shall see. You know.
0: Baker Mayfield changing my mind about his dumbass. <laughs> well, I mean, you could. You, I think, for the most part, I, I definitely think you were clear that maybe you don't care for him. But I think your biggest thing. No, was- I do. I think he's an hilarious human being. Yeah. Like, I enjoy him as a human, but he was very inconsistent yeah. at the beginning. Of this and year. you can
1: still make that argument even up until. Yeah the final weeks of the season. Um, But there's a lot of development still happening and I think they're getting out. So I'm sure we'll be seeing them in the future.
0: For sure. And this year, I just feel like at the end of the season, I'm excited to see what the Browns do. Including yeah. Baker Mayfield, and that's not how I felt last year. So yeah,
1: and there's a comfort I think in knowing like this just wasn't their year. This yeah. was like a good year for them, and I don't want a to take
0: building year, that,
1: for but sure. it's not their year to win the Super Bowl. Like it's just not. So no. I, and I think Browns fans are comfortable in that as well.
0: Yeah, I would think.
1: I mean, maybe I shouldn't speak for Browns fans. But <laughs> yeah, I I could ask my cousins. They're gonna go far in the future. So. Yeah. For sure. Okay. We will move on to the final game from this past weekend, which was Bucks Saints. Probably the best game. That's I was just gonna
0: say it was the most interesting game to me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, the Bucks ended up winning 30 to 20. This was a good game, at least up until the, the last end, I'd say the last quarter but even then I'm like yeah it was pretty good throughout until the end
0: yeah I agree I I mean of course you know you start before the game even starts and it comes out that Taysom Hill is out which to me I don't give a shit but yeah. as a Saints fan I care right because they use him so him being out was big just the Although the James, James Winston he didn't do terrible <laughs> he didn't he did what he was supposed to do the, the yeah. few times they needed him and exactly. good good on him but Yeah, I mean, that happened. They had some other injuries. They had some other injuries happen during the game. Literally, Michael Thomas was a non-factor, which is just weird, and that's everything, you know, that's not on him, that's not on Drew Brees. I mean, it's on everybody, I guess, what it's on, but... I don't know. It felt weird to me. Like I I actually was rooting for the Bucks for some weird reason.
1: I, I mean, I don't know that I was necessarily rooting for them other than like the gambling aspect of it because I <laughs> yeah. like mortal lock. I feel like this week was the Bucks plus three. I think it was. And my reasoning for that, like I think I explained last episode is just, you know, the Saints played pretty bad against the Bears. And I just think with everything they have going on in their QB situation, it's hard to take that much further. And then like, I mean, Drew Brees is great. And I'm not going to take away from that. But you put Brees, Brees's resume up against Tom Brady's resume. And I'm sorry, I'm going with Tom Brady's. He's just proven that he can do this. And he's still continuing to do this.
0: And supposedly, Drew Brees has already maybe signed a commentating.
1: Yeah, that's a big headline coming out of this game is was that Drew Brees' last game.
0: Yeah. And I honestly think Tom Brady has one or two or three or maybe four more fucking years left, which is insane. I mean like, I don't know why he
1: would stop if he's still having this kind of success. And I same. I don't know that I don't know what will come from the Bucks. We'll talk about their next game, but yeah I don't know why you would quit. I mean if you enjoy it and you truly you know in Breeze's situation he needs to retire. Yeah. It's time He's hurt. I feel like the Saints are in a situation, and maybe this is just me being sentimental and putting scenarios in that aren't real, but <laughs> I feel like their struggle this year has been that they feel like they owe everything to Drew Brees, and they're wanting to give him his time, his, his you know, last of right. but he was hurt, and yeah. it was reflective, and you know, this game was a little bit different in that Taste the Hill was out, but right. He just needs to retire. The Saints need him to retire.
0: Yeah, I think it's best for the team. I mean, honestly, so to sum it up, right? It's best for
1: him, too. I mean,
0: yeah, no, I agree. agree. It's
1: best that he retires, I feel like.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I was just going to circle back to like the game as a whole. Like, this is the third time these folks have met this year, Mm -hmm. and the Saints beat that ass the last two times it's really hard to beat a team for the third time Yeah, but I will also say those two games were earlier in the season the Bucks are a completely different fucking team now than they were I would almost say the first two times they met and then now and also the Saints are right yeah. because right. post Drew Brees injury and I mean yeah, and I, I think
1: know, we I- definitely said that exact same thing last episode yeah definitely the Saints won the two games earlier in the season really. those had yeah. to me in my mind no bearing on this game whatsoever because if anything it almost
0: completely different teams
1: well well, that absolutely but it also almost made me believe even more that the bucks were going to win this game because yeah it's almost impossible to win three games in a season Against the same team. So,
0: yeah, it's really hard. But also I do feel like during this game, like the saints as a whole, like, I don't know if there was something going on with Sean Payton too, but like, I feel like the bucks made adjustments as they went on through the game Mm -hmm. and the saints just weren't, you know what I mean? Like they were kind of like, I agree sedentary or like I don't know it was weird or usually that in maybe it's because Taysom Hill was mixing mi- missing Shiza Yeah, I guess it. that's a long time it took us to get a fuck up so <laughs> That's a yeah. positive.
1: I don't know. Um, I probably
0: had a couple. No, I don't think. But anyway, you know what I'm trying to say. Like Taysom yeah. Hill is kind of their like shake-up playmaker to put him in in some random position at any given play. And that shakes things up for them and like kind of fucks with the defense. They didn't have that factor. So maybe that's what was doing it. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I really just felt like the Bucks came to – I said this last week about somebody else. But the Bucs came to win and the Saints came to play. Yeah. And no, I think that's absolutely
1: true. And and you would think too, if Brady was gonna if he really had intentions of being done anytime in the very, very near future. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't he have just ended it with the Patriots on top? Yeah. Why would he, like him and Belichick, like couldn't figure it out. And then he was like, okay, fine. Well, I'm still going to play. And he goes to the buck. Yeah. Why would he do that if he intended on retiring this Totally. Year?
0: I totally agree. And a cool thing I heard after this game is like Bruce Arians said, I let Tom coach Sometimes, like he's a great coach, and it's like, wait, what? (laughs) He's got the experience; he knows what he's fucking doing, exactly. And that's kind of cool to think about how their season's gone. Where it's like, maybe you know, the beginning of the season, he's still meeting these guys, especially with the COVID year, he's still meeting a lot of these guys. Some of them are new, some of them are old coming in, like the Antonio Brown situation. Like, there's a lot of different factors going into this, and the fact that Bruce Arians recognizes that about him. I mean, we've been able to watch him for fucking decades, so good on him. But for him to see him and be like, yeah, just go on ahead. Do, do what you think you need to do. Yeah. Which is why. And I know how you feel about bill and his family and how i feel the opposite about it but part of the reason why i was kind of rooting for the bucks is really i was rooting for brady over bill because that was the whole thing at the beginning of the season right like oh yeah or what they separated because one of them obviously thinks they're better than the other can they do it apart from each other and i'm just glad it was tom that did it without bill and not the opposite team but But
1: i think they're i think it's apples to oranges i don't think you can really have that bill versus brady face off that everyone talks about and you're right they do i just don't really see it that way. Tom Brady has the talent and I think he could have stayed with the Patriots and probably taken them to more Super Bowls. I don't know. I think at some point Bill just didn't want to have all of his chips in that basket anymore. And he's like at some point we have to move on and yeah, fair. I have to form another team and I think that's what he's doing. Now, yeah, is that gonna be with Cam? I don't know. I mean I think he's kind of said <sighs> that's his guy, but I think he might want to rethink that personally.
0: But because um, Bill Belichick,
1: I mean he also knows what he's doing. Like obviously.
0: Yeah. I'm never gonna not say that. I just don't like him as a human being. But in that obviously all that I just said was my opinion, right? <laughs> like I don't fucking know. But yeah, I mean, I think I think they both saw the writing on the wall and I think that was a good move. That was a long time that they were together and they did really yeah. badass things and that's great. But like nobody wants your legacy, like your entire legacy to be tied to just something else. Like you want to stand on your own, no matter what it means. Like Bill's probably got some more years in it too. So we'll see what he can do next year. And that might be a cool thing too to see is like, okay, well you guys sh- literally shit the bed this year. So what are we going to do next year? So that might be cool to watch. Yeah,
1: yeah especially considering in that their own division like the bills are going to give them a run for their money the dolphins are going to give them a run for their money not to take away from the Patriots success because that would be rid- correct like that would be ridiculous but they have had a situation where they don't have any competition inside the right. AFC East. typically right. they run away with it not no more. that's not going to be the case it doesn't appear to come in the near near future so
0: no agree it wasn't the
1: case this year
0: nah No, it wasn't.
1: The only other thing I had on this game was, did you see the video from like the (gasps) post-game of Tom Brady throwing football to Drew Brees' kid. Like everyone was freaking out about that, which I shared this on our Twitter, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, everyone's focusing on the whole Tom Brady, Drew Brees' kid situation. And I'm over here watching Drew Brees' daughter beat the shit out of her older brother. And I'm like, Like, it was
0: amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Like why is our attention? (laughs) We've seen Drew Brees and. Tom Brady for decades. Let's check this kid out because she's yeah. killing it.
1: She was kicking his fucking ass.
0: Yeah, she was. It was hilarious. I'm like, how is nobody drawing attention to this besides I Jeff? I have because no idea. I was like- she's flailing all over the place. Yes. And
1: yeah. Literally WWE Smackdown on his ass. Oh. Like, I was like, how are more people not seeing this, this fucking daughter
0: beating the shit out of her brother? Yeah. No, it was so dope. The whole- Obvious situation was very cool. And so, those two. And then, of course, like Drew Brees' kid is like, Tom, Tom, throw me a pass. Like, how cute is that to be like, oh, my dad's Drew Brees, but it's my dad. So it's like, not cool. But then to have like fucking Tom Brady be like, I mean, whatever. That's cool. No, very cool. And again,
1: I don't want to take away from the truth of it all. But that little girl beating the shit out of her brother, I
0: was laughing out loud at that. Yeah. Deserves more attention. No. Yeah. Definitely deserves more attention.
1: <laughs> yes. That will be it for the games this past weekend. And we will move on.
0: Doug Peterson getting canned, obviously. I didn't talk about it last week. No. Yeah. So personally, not super surprised by that. Um, some people maybe, but I mean, I think Wentz's stay power went up for yeah. that. Like I think there had obviously been some issues, and I think just the, I think it was the GM or the owner, but they just didn't think Doug's vision for the team was like what was best for the team. Like basically saying he doesn't fucking give a shit anymore, which is weird because you know they did just recently win a Super Bowl and they have some good players and they just spent a shit ton of money on Carson Wentz, but. Like I said a few weeks back, I'm like, they're going to have to evaluate what's more important to them because there was, you know, rumors, which who really knows about when there's
1: obviously something internal going on there, but at the very least between those two.
0: Totally. Sounds like maybe
1: more, especially that last game of the season with the things
0: we heard there, but to me, just sewed it up. Once that happened, I was like, man, I'm curious. I'm wondering, I go, there's already little whispers. I'm wondering if they were already planning on this or like maybe Doug, Peter, Anderson caught wind and he was like, well, fuck it. I don't really give a shit. Like what a shitty person if he was going yeah. to did decide that. Right. So I don't want to really put that on him as an assumption. I just like. I haven't heard anyone take his side on that decision. Not one fucking person. Yeah. And that's
1: where my head goes too. How, how does that all correlate with the final game of the season and how that went down in relation to him now being fired? Yeah. He fired because of his actions or did he know
0: about these actions ahead of time? So that's what made he him- Did did it? Yeah. Or it was just, is it just a sequence of unfortunate events? Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'd love to know. I don't know that we will ever find out, but- Yeah. So yeah, I know that. I mean, I'm- Oh, God, man, I'm so interested to see what the Texans do because Deshaun Watson might be yeah. the fuck out of there now. Yeah, and I don't blame him. I don't blame him for a hot second.
1: I don't either. I kind of am wondering if he will go to the Dolphins.
0: Ooh, you think?
1: Well, a kind of, actually.
0: That would be dope.
1: <laughs> it would be interesting, but they would lose Tua. Yeah. I don't know. We'll take him. <laughs> it makes sense.
0: I don't know either. I mean... I want what's best for Deshaun Watson, honestly, because I think he deserves... Yeah, there's too much have, being wasted there, and like it's
1: pretty sad when even J.J. Watt himself comes out and says that.
0: Yeah. Especially, I feel like there's been a lot of like, shit coming out of nowhere talking about how the Texans like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Franchise, not franchise, but kind of is kind of toxic. And sure. yeah, and I don't have a lot to speak on it, so I'm not saying I agree with that. I'm just saying I saw some articles. Yeah, I didn't write them down, but I did see multiple sites come up talking about how it's a toxic environment, how a lot of ex-players are like, yeah, Deshaun, get the fuck out of there. It was interesting because I had never heard that, but you can tell when people are struggling and like, they are struggling as a unit. And
1: It's crazy too that they have- J.J. Watt, who I mean, a lot of people talk shit about him and I get personality wise, like he can be hectic, but he has had and brought a lot of talent to the Texans team. And it's (sighs) insane that like they haven't been able to capitalize on that.
0: I know. Kind of sad for
1: J.J. Watt, to be honest.
0: Well, agree. And that's what sucks too, is like, I feel like with, you know, that last game, when yeah. it like kind of brought tears to my eyes where he like, you know, like Deshaun Watson comes up behind J.J. Watt and like smacks him in the ass. And I'm like, tag me in. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but he like <laughs> smacks him in the ass and is like, let's go. And they're going to the locker room. And right. J.J.'s just fucking defeated. And yeah. you can see it from his shoulders. He's just like almost in tears. Just like, man, I'm sorry. Like I wanted this for you. Like I don't even want it for me. And to right. me, I feel like J.J. had some good seasons, but like he's through his prime. That's what I mean. It's sad. I feel
1: like in that way, his talent was kind of wasted too. And he clearly is an athlete. He's a competitor. Yeah. And you can see that even in just this last season, if not, if you haven't seen it before then. So I think that's where my like sympathy for him comes out is like, he wants it so bad and he works so hard. So hard.
0: And I I actually really like J.J. Watt. His personality doesn't bother me. Well, I
1: like him. I just, that's part of his gig. And that's, again, like, I guess where he gets his motivation. But he's done so many great things for, like, Houston, the community. And just, like, in general, I know when Houston had that huge hurricane he raised like
0: 40 million dollars well and he was like the first one to do it like and that's why he catches a lot of flack i feel like for being well yeah nobody would know if you were there if you didn't tweet about it but it's like that's the point like he's using to me he's using his fame for good he just recognizes that he is a public figure or a celebrity even and he's like cool well i'm gonna go do this so i'm gonna tell everybody i'm doing it because the people that do like me are gonna want to do what i'm doing so some people see it as as yeah, pretentious sure. or you know this that and the other and I'm like I'd rather that than James Harden which He's gone, by the way. So there's that.
1: Yeah, he is. And he also like went from being like a fat slob to like kind of a little more in shape overnight. Overnight. Was he wearing some sort of- Suit? Yeah, fat suit to
0: like- (laughs) Knowing him- I feel like knowing him, probably yes. He probably had some like- I mean, he was definitely (laughs) like tucking
1: in his shirts and shit, which he should not have been doing. But now I'm like, maybe he was doing that on purpose,
0: like make his body look worse or something.
1: I don't know, but like that was
0: fun. And listen, sorry for the tangent, but also like I'll never deny Harden's talent ever. No. But I do not like him as a human being. And I think recently- maybe it didn't prove my point but it proved my point in my mind at why I never liked him and the funniest thing that came out of that whole situation was the memes and gifs of or gifs is how it actually is yeah correctly i always pronounced. Say GIFs too. yeah everybody says gifts but the memes of Houston strippers when they found out James Harden is going to the nets those were great <laughs> just a compilation of videos of chicks falling off of stripper poles yeah that was funny it was amazing and accurate as fuck anyway that was a tangent but Kind of it all is. I want the Texans to do well, right? Like, even being a Cowboy fan, yeah, Texan fans that fucking hate Cowboys and Cowboy fans, like, go fuck yourself. I want the Texans to do well. I want Deshaun Watson to do well. They had so many good p- potential fucking players, and y'all's higher ups made terrible decisions, and y'all've got to fucking get your shit together.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm always one of those. Of, like, I will, I will root for a Houston team, but obviously, or I will root for a Texas team, but I will definitely not like root for them over the Cowboys. Duh. I know you're the same way, but
0: hell no. Never in one trillion fucking yeah. lifetimes.
1: Yeah. But I would never, I would not root for them to do bad. They're still. No, a me person.
0: either. So like, yeah, places. yeah. Same. Um, so yeah, that was it. Um, with, are with the Eagles, which I cannot stomach. I can't stomach him going anywhere. But, like, at least when I
1: heard he was going to go to Boise State, I was like, okay, like, whatever. But this is different.
0: This is way different. This changes everything. Yeah. And I love I love Kellen Moore, by the way. Like, I'm a huge I like fan. him.
1: It's just, like, sometimes I think that's always going to happen with, like, uh, offensive coordinators. I think they, you know, are kind of one of those that takes a lot of heat as well, just like the quarterback. It's like totally. when the quarterback, w- like, when they win a game, the quarterback didn't do anything. But when they lose the game, it's all their fault. You know, that kind yeah. of yeah,
0: for sure, um, um, I think they
1: get a lot of heat too in the sim- in in a similar way. But. For sure,
0: I just personally one of the things I like most about him is that he's young, right? And he's yeah. been here. He's been here since he played here.
1: Yeah, so I'm not mad about that. It's an evolving game. So I I do like that aspect of it. Yeah.
0: When he's he's brand new anyway, right? Like he's a young offensive coordinator. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why
1: I would have that would appeal to me in my mind because these older guys, I don't think they realize how much the game is game's
0: evolving
1: offensive and the quarterback.
0: Right. That's what I mean. Like it's evolved so much. And is continuing for sure. Yeah. I mean, I just, I love that. He was honestly able to be under Jason Garrett to learn a little bit there, but then, and then to have the people around him that he learned from, but then now to have Mike McCarthy, and we'll see how this goes in a non-COVID year and all that, but quotes, fingers crossed, knock on wood. But, yeah, so I don't know. I'm excited about his potential. I think he can do good things, and I'm not saying I want what's best for him, so whatever that means, I hope it's not going to the Eagles, because that means he's going to have a voodoo doll with his name on it.
1: Yeah, I mean, he. yeah, I might like him now, but he'll be dead To me, if he goes to the Eagles. So you better choose wisely, Kellen.
0: Like, I've honestly refused to look at everything, like all of Jason Garrett's offers that he got, because I was ready for him to go. I was ready to open the door for him to step the fuck out, but I love him as a human being. So I wanted what was best for him and his future and his family. But when he went to the okay. Giants, I'm like, really so you trying to kill us over here? Yeah. Like that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. But if that's the best offer he got, I don't blame the motherfucker. I just don't want to look and see that he had some better offers at other places and that he chose that on his own volition. I don't want to know that. I get you. So I agree.
1: To go outside of football, there was the drama. I don't know if you saw the Mets general manager. I think it's Jerry Porter. <gasps> Yes. So I got fired for sending Unsweet. two unanswered, unsolicited, like, messages. How many? 62, I think, is the final count of unanswered messages over a month's span of time. And they were like, do you have a boyfriend? Blah, blah, blah. And then some of them were dick pics. Ew. It was like to a international
0: reporter, I think. Yeah, that's... And these were like, what, back in like 2016 or 17, you said? Uh, something like that. Man, that I dear, just like... Dear. the. C- the confidence. I
1: don't understand that.
0: I do not fucking understand that. I At do not.
1: Are you just like, yeah, she's not interested.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, does it take a hundred unanswered messages? Man. Yeah. There's some creeps out there for sure.
0: Well, and I feel like to me, never mind. I don't want to start a women can't parlay fucking uh, <laughs> sexual harassment corner. But <laughs> <laughs> like, dude. What's funny is, had he sent one and she responded like, go fuck yourself, or, or like leave me alone, or I'm not interested, she would be a bitch. If he would have texted her 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, or whatever it was, yeah. And then she still responded every once in a while, go fuck yourself, or whatever, she'd be a bitch. Right. And, and maybe not to everybody, I get it, but there are a lot of people out there that think that. And to those people, I'd say, go fuck yourself. Yeah.
1: Well, and then there's also like the underlying assumption that, she doctored the photos or whatever, like edited it took her messages out. Well, does she's ever out there blanking? Try to they be own- a female and get on bumble for like an hour.
0: Yeah. Understand. <laughs> no, you won't because they already have those fucking thoughts in their heads. <laughs> That's true. I can't. They're like, what's what's wrong with this? Oh God. It it actually whips my ass. No pun intended. <laughs> Met's fire general manager, after he admits to texting reporter unsolicited penis photo. <laughs> My God. I just rolled my eyes because I'm like, it's hey, yeah, motherfucker. Like,
1: when are these people going to learn? We don't live in like, the 19 whatever's anymore. This is all yeah. documented. It's all yeah. there to so pull up at any time. Well, and- do better. Just, yeah, and- I mean, and, and that sounds bad too. It's like I'm saying like, do sexual harassment better. Like, no, just like stop.
0: Well, no, but like find your person, right? Like there are some freaks out there of all kinds. Yeah. Find just somebody that welcomes dick pics. And then text that person your dick and let's move on. But like what? Yeah. When she doesn't answer after like, I don't know, the fifth time, maybe move along, sir. Yeah. And that, to me, the fact that he didn't, like, that's what's weird. Yeah. Sure, penis, fo- penis photos. burning. <laughs> yeah, and just weird. Like, just go find your person. Find somebody that's like you and do you with them. And yeah. then that makes sense. I can't. I'll go off. We're going to have to have a corner. Which, speaking of females, though, first female ref to ref in a Super Bowl coming up. Yes, I saw that. Also. Sarah Karen Thomas, represent girl. Speaking yeah. of her,
1: again, going to yeah. the inauguration. Yeah, badass. Very cool. You know. So, hey, go women. Uh, and other news that I was going to bring up, random news beginning this Friday, January 22nd, Michigan will now open up online sports betting. So that's yes. cool. And then in the state of Texas, From the state of Texas. In the state of Texas, they have actually now filed a new bill in regard to sports betting, which would exclusively be online but would ban betting on local college teams. So that's been introduced. So that's kind of cool. I don't know where that will go, but we'll definitely be following that one very closely considering that impacts us very much so directly. So slowly but surely,
0: Texas, let's do this.
1: I'm hopeful, but I know it's been said that people don't think it will actually happen. So at least not soon.
0: Yeah. Times are a changing. Yeah.
1: It's just becoming this more widely received, less of a stigma no. behind it. Yeah. So just wanted to say that update. I know there's probably like 10 to 15 states that have it legalized now in different, in different forms, but Michigan is the latest. So uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. There. We'll be keeping you updated. Okay. Well, we will move into our final section here and we will talk about the upcoming nfl conference championship games this is hard
0: yeah i'm already stressed
1: so the first game is bucks packers and the line is three and a half at least it is right now i feel like we could see a lot of line movements on both of these games before the games actually come so i'm just like i don't know what to do on either of these i don't either. But well, I mean, obviously, we'll start with the Bucks Packers first. My concern here is like last week, I was very much between him and Breeze. I'm going with Tom Brady, his resume, blah blah blah, which is still valid. However, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a terrible resume either. Yeah, so it's like fucking, it's a little bit harder, and yeah. I still, I literally don't know.
0: I honestly don't either. This is going to be the hardest, the, the hardest two games season because, as much as I hate to say it, I mean. We have to think if they both play their. this is going to sound really stupid, but if either one of them has a good game and the other one has a bad game, obviously that team is winning. Like, I don't think this is a situation where even if this person has a, a bad game, they're still going to win. Like, that's not the case here. Right. They both have... Great quarterbacks. They both have multiple options to mm-hmm. go to, and they're both playing kind of at their high right now. Playing so well. excellent matchup. Fuck that, because I hate seeing yeah. the Packers here. But like, who else would I pick to go up against the Bucks right now? So I mean, I could pick a million people, but um, <laughs> I'm <just> yeah, <laughs> no, I
1: get it, and I agree. It's I feel like this is so hard to pick, which sometimes that makes me want to lean toward the Bucks because I'm like, I feel like it's gonna be such a close game. They're at plus three and a half. So maybe that's who I should go with, but I also think the Bucks maybe as a unit as a whole aren't as experienced
0: than the Packers are. So mm-hmm. there's that. I don't know. Plus they I mean, have the I mean, whole momentum behind fucking Aaron Rodgers and MVP situation. Like yes. they have a lot of momentum.
1: Overall, I might lean more Packers, but then there's a part of me, me that's like it's Tom Brady.
0: You just never know. You can't count them out. Yeah. So that's why I'm like maybe we just take the over
1: in this game and like don't even worry about the spread.
0: Because like that also makes me nervous too that were they playing? Uh, Tampa? Green Bay. Green Bay? God damn it. Yeah, Tampa's not the... Yeah. The over's 50 and a half. I just the weather like, fucking sucks, like, Tom will be fine, but the rest of the true, fucking the Tampa Bay Bucks big, may not. The weather
1: is a big uh, problem it's, there, but I don't know if the weather's gonna be bad, so that would be something to look into, but with both of these teams having such explosive offenses, I feel like 50 and a half points isn't that big for... But we'd have to... But both. they'd have to
0: score, right? Because I look at, like, what teams scored over that this last weekend buck saints they were over they it. didn't even
1: they whole well, button yeah but i would think the packers would score more points than the saints did
0: yeah no i would hope so too i just i can see this totally being a game of i'm seeing i'm picking up what you're putting down and i most of the time agree and i still agree i'm looking up the weather right now by the way yeah
1: the weather would be very important that's definitely a good call
0: but um, it looks like it's going to be just fine they play sunday Sunday at two. Yeah. So it looks like occasional snow showers high around 30 winds, light and variable chance of snow, 40% snowfall around one inch. So it'll kind of be like last week. There was like snow flurries, I guess. Yeah. But nothing crazy. So, yeah. So seeing that, that makes me feel more comfortable with the over. But I I could just, I could see this game being just a total freaking beat down too, where they both score like 13 points or something stupid.
1: I, don't but, I feel like that happens when you have a big and difficulty. not very often. And I'm not saying their defenses are terrible, but there's no, not one of these teams that has just like a super outstanding defense, but what they both have is a super outstanding offense. So I feel like it's no, for a sure. bloodbath of points. Fair. I'll probably be wrong but I think we take the over and I think we take it today because that over is probably only going to go up.
0: Yeah. I'm down. Okay. I think that's where we'll go.
1: I mean, unless you feel differently.
0: No, I don't I don't actually want to go on record picking Green Bay ever. So <laughs> Same. we'll go with the over. <laughs>
1: yeah. I like again, I think it's gonna be an excellent game. The next game is a little bit different. I think we definitely have to wait for this one because we don't know what's going on with Mahomes. I think that will be that's huge. Super impactful, obviously. But it's Bills Chiefs at this moment in time. Bills are the
0: underdog at a plus three. Okay. Weather on Sunday in Kansas City, considerable cloudiness with occasional rain showers, high of 47 degrees, wind south at 5 to 10 miles per hour, chance of rain 40%. So yeah, going to be a little chilly, maybe a little rain, but I think the biggest factor is Patrick Mahomes. Definitely. Oh,
1: 1000%. Let's say Mahomes is playing because I can't imagine that he's not playing. God, that'd be tough. Where are we going? Or where are you thinking? (laughs) So I think obviously if Mahomes isn't playing, you have to go Bills, right? Bills plus three.
0: Yeah, definitely. Maybe
1: even the under because, I mean, the Bills might score a lot, but I think the over on this game is like 53, 53 and a half. The Bills alone are not going to score 53 points. No. And I don't think Henny is going to score a whole lot
0: that lucky. I mean we'll see. Um but so in the actually, event that hopefully Mahomes, we don't have to see but
1: exactly in the event that Mahomes doesn't play, we'll yeah. take the bills plus three and maybe the under.
0: Cool. But down it with it that
1: because play
0: well, because that's my thing too. If these like, if these two teams right now both play their best games, I'm taking the Chiefs every fucking time.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I, I honestly think I'm taking... I think personally, I think I'm going with the Bills regardless.
0: Yeah, that's fair. And you should. I, think- I just, to me, I'm like, Josh Allen is in his record year right now, right? Like he's fucking killing it and he's done well. Like I've always liked him, but now... He's coming into his own and now he has Stefan Diggs and they're clearly connecting. And I'm so fucking pumped for that. Yeah. And Beasley and everybody else. So I'm loving that. But to me, I'm like, those guys are never gonna be, beat fucking Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. There's no way and I could it's ever hard to get him.
1: based on the last two games. If that's the way the Bills are gonna play, then yeah, I would say Chiefs with Mahomes. But I just think too, the Chiefs, although They've definitely got it done. They're not just blowing teams out. And I think they're doing just enough to win, which is maybe all they need to do, right? Maybe they're just not overexerting themselves. They're just like, hey, we're going to get the dub and then that's it. Like we don't need to be crazy. But they kind of- they're running out of steam. They've kind of walked this fine line this year where they're just not like, they're playing excellent. And I'm not saying that I'm not taking away from that, but there's also this factor of they haven't been just like going crazy. So- there's Nobody's really people, gone crazy. If Bills are playing at their height. They, I think, will beat the Chiefs. And with the, everything they have behind them, the entire town of Buffalo, the entire Bills Mafia, and everything that that represents and the hardships that they've been through over the past fair entire you know career in the NFL.
0: I don't know. Yeah. No, I definitely think it's a possibility, but they're also playing at Arrowhead. And I do think it depends on Patrick Mahomes, definitely. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I guess
1: we'll have to just see. I think we've made a pick, obviously, without yeah. Mahomes, Bills under or possibly under. I don't know about that one yet. And then if Mahomes... It sounds like I might be Bills, you might be
0: Chief, so we'll
1: have to, like, game-time decision there. Riding with the Bills there might be stupid, but...
0: No, I don't think either one of our choices is stupid, you know what I mean? Because this game could be either one's it game. Could. It definitely like, could. It's going to... Yeah. I'm it's
1: so excited to watch both of these games, but I'm so oh excited
0: for that one. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be hard for anybody to bet on these two games this weekend.
1: Yeah, for sure. Period. All right. Well, that's where we'll leave it for now. Yeah. And then if you want to know what we ultimately go with, check us out on Twitter or Instagram Sunday morning at women camp not parlay and you will find our picks that we post side on
0: yeah okay and let us yeah let us fucking know what you think about them too like you don't have to just text us you can get on our social media and blast us we don't care
1: yeah if we cared we wouldn't talk like this about our picks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) we're like um I don't know but I really like the bills they have a feeling that they
1: are like just gonna do it for the town
0: (laughs) again women are trying to parlay (laughs) just kidding we haven't yet
1: (laughs) I know. We really got
0: to figure that out. I know. Somebody get us some creative parlay ideas. Send them our way. Yeah,
1: everyone send us 12 play parlays (gasps) that are like, you're putting down $5 and you're going to win like $50,000 and we'll ride them all this next week. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm in. (laughs) We need to like do that. We need to come up with an epic parlay to see, you know, first tent, first touchdown score or things like, yeah. that, just like put it all together, parlay the fuck out of it. Just see if we can turn. Do anything. Yeah. 20, like a like hundred grand and then that'll be cool.
0: Yeah. Then and yeah. if not, then we will just lost 20 bucks like NBD. And then we're going to be women did parlay and quit our jobs. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. That would not be enough for me to quit my job. <laughs> that would be but Maybe yeah, obviously if turn
1: out of like turn in a hundred dollars to a million dollars. Then that mm-hmm. might be a different
0: story. Actually, somebody asked us this weekend, if you could, if you won- could win the lottery and Ooh, I'm playing
1: the lottery tonight and tomorrow, which is they're both at like yes, over a half
0: a billion dollars. So, so that's positive yeah.
1: vibes for that. We don't even need a parlay.
0: Yeah, exactly. Good vibes. But that's why this conversation came up. So the question was, if you won the lottery, how much would it have to be for for you to like, basically how much money would you need to not be able to do anything? Like you couldn't, you could invest Uh, the money, but you can't like start a business and make money from it. What amount of money would you need to have or win the lottery with to where you could do that? And I literally said like a trillion (laughs) dollars.
1: i I do think like to be like safe it would have to be something like in the hundreds of millions yeah for sure i mean because it's not like i mean that's a lot of fucking money i feel like you could figure that out but i will also say too this is gonna like this is a total tangent so like sorry to anyone who's listening to this and like does not care but i don't know if you've ever heard of like the fire lifestyle but it stands for like something something like retire early it's like f-y-r-e i can't remember the actual like fire yourself right Yeah, no, I don't remember what it is. I don't care to look it up, but it's basically this like method of where you figure out how much money you need to live off per year. So you could even say like, I need a hundred thousand dollars per year or whatever your minimum is. Yeah. You take that, do, a, do a, like a formula. I think you have to like multiply that by like 25 and then divide it by basic interest rates of like so the stock market, like overall, it will always go up and like on average, it goes up like 4% a year or something. So you just kind of like do this mathematic equation of what you need to live per year. Yeah. And then- Put that money into like a certain like certain stock accounts or bonds, so you just live off the interest of it. Mm -hmm. But the interest also builds, so it's like if it were to go down, you would still be earning interest. So you live off like a a portion of the interest, but it like it doubles over too. So you kind of like also don't fuck yourself. But yeah, a lot of people do it. It's very interesting, and people will retire at like forty. And I
0: wish I was one of them. Um, No kidding. But it's also like.
1: A lot of people who do it like them and their families live off like fifty grand a year, and nope, i like, out. They kind of like devote their life to like saving money and like coupons and um, I'm here to tell card, you credit card, you know, rewards and things like that. But then there's people who probably do it in a more exo- exuberant manner.
0: Yeah, because uh, I'm like, I'm here to tell you that ain't living no life. It's I agree, my and that's
1: where I'm at. Yeah. I definitely would love to figure out a way to you know save a lot of money and retire early and like totally. not have to work in the manner that I do today. But I also am never going to be someone who like can't just spend money when I want to spend money. So yeah. like that's, that's where I'm at.
0: Yeah, me too. Like if
1: I go on a vacation tomorrow, like I'm going to do that.
0: Yeah. I don't, I'm with you. It, the fire life ain't a life for me.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, fire life maybe, but it'd have to be like $500,000 a year or something, which would be like a, almost impossible. But yeah. the whole point of this was you could maybe take a smaller reward of of a lottery and yeah. do that method.
0: And yeah, be able to live off that. Yeah, definitely. I would invest. So. My mom is a financial advisor. I don't have a fucking choice. Well, that's true. You could always just help <laughs> Kath set me up to where
1: yeah. here's what I, I want. Here's what don't I run have. out of money, but I have this much money to live off of annually. I think yeah. she can figure it out. She's a badass. She could. Yeah. She can figure it out.
0: <laughs> man, I just got to get that money. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's well, all we're lacking is the funds.
0: Yeah. Come on, WCP. Hit it, then. Let's do
1: this. Get those <laughs> listens up
0: oh shit
1: anyway um well if you're still here which is highly (laughs) unlikely
0: (laughs) that's Um, it that's all we
1: got well yeah hope you enjoyed it yeah it's been real it's been fun it's been real fun we're gonna catch you on the flip side yeah that's all i got bitches see you later goodbye Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay.